Seeing that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, Christ the Lord ascended into heaven. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 2 on page 345 Why do the heathen so fiercely rage together, and why do the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth stand up, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord, and against his anointed. Let us break their bonds asunder, and cast away their cords from us. He that dwelleth in heaven shall laugh them to scorn, the Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath, and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Sion. I will rehearse the decree, the Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Desire of me, and I shall give thee the nations for thine inheritance, and the utmost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt bruise them with a rod of iron, and break them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye that are judges of the earth. Serve the Lord in fear, and rejoice unto him with reverence. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and so ye perish from the right way, if his wrath be kindled, yea, but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins uh, the second chapter of, of the book of 1 Samuel. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like the Lord, for there is none beside you, nor is there any rock like our God. 
Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The, the bows of the mighty men are broken, and those who stumble are girded with strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, and those who were hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren has borne seven, and she who has many children has become feeble. The Lord kills and make a lot, makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud and the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee, cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee the father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the fifth chapter of the book of Revelation. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. 
But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp, and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain, to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven, and on the earth, and under the sea, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing, and honor, and glory, and power be to him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb for ever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen, and the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped him who lives for ever and ever. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by Thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, 
and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the King of glory, who has exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph unto thy kingdom in heaven. We beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send us thine Holy Ghost to comfort us, and exalt us unto the same place whither our Savior Christ has gone before, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that like as we do believe thy only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to have ascended into the heavens, so we may also in heart and mind thither ascend, and with him continually dwell, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our true life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We are um, in the octave of, of ascension, and so our daily office lessons now are uh, focused on this theme of of Christ's enthronement and the various implications of that. And we have a, a very important passage today from Revelation 5 that kind of highlights it um, in a significant way. Um, and a lot of people get um, spooked by Revelation because it has a lot of symbols, but Revelation is a book and the symbolic language of Revelation is something that actually makes a lot of sense if you just look at it. it. It's like a picture that when you first stare at it, you don't know what it is, but if you keep looking at it, you can understand the various aspects of it. And it's um, it's not that mysterious, actually. What what Revelation 5 is showing us is the reality of of the temple scene rooted in the Old Testament that that you know every Israelite knew. Uh, you have these living creatures; those are simply the cherubim. Uh, we know that because uh, their their description is very similar to what's described in Ezekiel, who sees the cherubim uh, leaving the Holy of Holies because God dwells between the cherubim. And when when God took off from the temple and opened it up to destruction, the cherubim lifted him up and carried him out of the temple. So the scene is that living creatures are, 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 are simply um, indicative that this is the, the throne room of heaven. And what we have in this scene with the lamb who appears, and he's called the lion of the tribe of Judah, which is harkens back to a prophecy we've read during the octave from Genesis 49 that said Judah is a lion's whelp, and it, it, he, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the scepter shall not depart from Judah, is from Gen one of the most ancient prophecies. And here Revelation is saying Jesus, the, this lamb, is, is the fulfillment of that prophecy. And um, so the, the, the key here is that he's, he's the, the scene is everyone's weeping, who's worthy to open the scroll and unloose its seals. 
and the scroll is clearly a covenant document. Um, there's some connection here if you look back to Daniel chapter 12, where Daniel has these great visions. But at the end of Daniel, it says to uh, the, the the angel says to Daniel, um, uh, uh, seal up the scroll because it won't be unlocked till the end. And now we have um, the Lamb opening the scroll. And also the fact that the scroll is written inside and on the back goes back to the Ten Commandments were written on the front and back. But we get from the larger context, it's a covenant document that unlocks both the promises of God and the judgments of God. And no one's worthy to do it because no one no one has fulfilled the covenant. Um, and this kind of harkens back to our Psalm 2, which is, which, you know, that we read is, is that exalts, you know, I've set my king upon the holy hill of Zion, and judgment is going to be enacted by the king. Most people believe, well, maybe no, I've surveyed actually, but it's often believed that Psalm 2 is a coronation psalm for Israel, that, that when the king was ordained, I've set my king and he'll execute justice, and so then the heathen should all be afraid. The problem is that um, most kings weren't righteous. King David is the one king who actually carried that out. And when David lived in relationship with God, Israel defeated all their enemies, judgment went forth, and Israel reigned. But then, of course, David had his major incident. And so the idea that, that the, um, the fulfillment of God, the fullness of God's revelation or promises needs the righteous king Therefore, you hear it in Revelation 5, who's worthy? No one can do it. And this is, this is, this harkens to basic New Testament language. All have sinned and fall short to the glory of God. The point of, um, no one is worthy. You say, what about an angel? Well, this requires, uh, a human because this is, this is the vocation in the larger context of the Bible that Adam and Eve abandoned or, or, or forfeited and, <clears throat> Whenever we're hearing about um, the king reigning in the Bible, we have to think back to Genesis and the command that God gave to Adam and Eve to, to Adam to take dominion, to rule over the creation. That is the foundational human vocation. And so that's forfeited by sin. And so it can only be... Um, recaptured by someone who fulfills the covenant so as to embrace all of his promises. And so the, that one who does this must be, it must be a human. And so Jesus in the incarnation and life and death and resurrection ascension now is the one who is worthy. And so he opens the scroll and looses its seals. And um, we'll see in Revelation as it unfolds that, that the judgments of God unfold as do the inheritance of the saints in Christ, so all the things pertaining to the covenant. And another um, point of this, when you get down to, to, it says that we reign with Christ, and this is the idea that we are in Christ restored to the human vocation of dominion over creation, that, that we, are, are, um, we, are, we, we in our life can conquer sin, our, our principal enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil, the world... Unlike Adam and Eve, who, when when the serpent came in and tempted them, and they saw the tree was good, and and they were caught up in their in their desire and ate. Now in Christ, we're restored now to 
to communion with God, and we can, with wisdom, see those temptations and say no to them. We can continue on in our obedience. And the principal way uh, to kind of pull them together, the principal way we rule with Christ is through our prayer. Um, Revelation 5 is quintessentially a Eucharistic scene. Um, you know, we say in, in, the, in the beginning of the consecration, lift up your hearts, we lift them up unto the Lord, and therefore the angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, the idea that in Christ, through the gift of the Spirit, we are exalted with him as our ascension, and we, we sit there, we, we have this in the Tadeum, you know, where, where it goes through all the, you know, the prophets and martyrs, the whole church acknowledges you through all, all, all the world. And, and so this is where we would gather it in prayer in the morning. We, we, we are in that heavenly scene offering our prayers. And because we live in Christ through the Holy Spirit, our prayer is heard. And our, our function of ruling is primarily to offer our prayer to God and intercede for the world. That's the priestly dimension of our rule. And then from our prayer to go into the world and be faithful witnesses to to, to practice faithfulness to the covenant. And as we do that, we reign and we conquer, we overcome things, uh, principally the world, the flesh and the devil. And, we, and we, we are ruling with Christ in the world, bearing witness until he comes and fully establishes his kingdom. So that's the main thing to think about in ascension from today's lessons. And one other note is that the lesson from Samuel, where um, it's actually Hannah, uh, a wife of a man named Elkanah who could not have children, and her the other uh, wife of Elkanah liked to taunt her about that. Um, she went to the temple to pray and asked God to hear her prayer, and he did, and she got pregnant, and God heard her. So she is singing, and in, in Hannah's song is a, is a stylized song about God who lifts up the, the, the poor and brings down the mighty, it's the Old Testament backdrop for Magnificat, but this is a prayerful thing. Hannah prayed, and so we pray. We come asking for justice, asking God to hear, and God hears our prayer. God works in our lives. You know, our prayer also works on changing us. So we we rule with Christ, and He rules in us through our prayer because prayer is a dialogue. It's not just that we come and say, "I want all these things." We offer our intercessions. We we from that also get what God is saying to us and how he's transforming us and changing us. And so that in that rhythm of prayer um, and then witness in the world, we're reigning with Christ now uh, as we wait for him to come. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. The light of the gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church. Grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate.
Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to your week. Thank you. Thank you, Father John. Thank you, Bishop Charlotte. Thank you. Bye, kiddos. Bye. Thank you, everyone.